A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I'm going to be boring. That's right. I am going to be boring if you are a frequent watcher of Ups and Downs because I just have to talk about fans. I genuinely had forgotten that when you get thousands of people just going, oh, I'm so excited to see this person walk down the aisleway, that energy comes out of the TV and it washes over your face and then you start feeling fabooed too. My gosh, it's so good. My name is Simon Miller. Welcome to World Culture Wrestling. And that's right, we just had our first proper WWE show with human beings in the seats. And all I'm going to say, to use a term from World Wrestling Entertainment, is that I was very sports entertained. Let's up those downs for Snap It Down. The video to SmackDown welcoming back the fans honestly made it feel like the most important thing that has ever happened in the entirety of mankind. Like we were about to set down on a new planet and start a brand new civilization. And I think somebody was cut onions. Just to put the cliche cherry on top as well, the first thing that we saw was Vince McMahon coming out. He got a terrific reaction and he just went, where have you been? And he turned around and he walked off. That guy is crazy. I like to think over the last year or so, he's been genuinely confused like with the people. I don't understand, but this was tremendous and it was about to get tremendous sir, which is not a word, I made it up, but because I'm making things up, he is getting it up. It even looked better visually because you just see this sea of people and we have a brand new SmackDown set. Now, admittedly, it's just like one massive big screen, but I thought it looked pretty good and who even cares about that? Because our first match was Roman Reigns and the Usos taking on Edge and the Mysterios. I mean, could you ask for better than that? No, you could not. The two highlights to this as well were the reactions to Edge and Roman Reigns. Because when our Tribal Chief did come out, this was like John Cena making his surprise return at the 2008 Royal Rumble. Because he is such a star, so everyone's like, oh, we're going to see him, I can't believe it. But then they remembered he's a manipulative asshole, so they booed the ship out of him. When I said manipulative asshole, what I meant was king of the world. Oh, I acknowledge you, Roman Reigns. 
Uh, he's gonna chop my head off. But on top of that, yes, the rated R superstar. I am not one for hyperbole, which is not true. I'm going over the top all the time. But this was akin to something you would have heard in the attitude era when Stone Cold Steve Austin came to the ring. And I swear, if you don't plan to watch SmackDown, you just need to watch his entrance because I'm a massive loser. I've watched it about a hundred times. It is excellent. I also think there's no way he would have gone all crazy before WrestleMania if he was getting reactions like this week and week out. And then Michael Cole carried on this emotional roller coaster because he's like, oh, Dominic Mysterio's here. And this is the first time within WWE he has wrestled in front of live fans. I was like, how is that possibly true? It feels like Dommy Boy debuted in 1793. That pandemic really did last longer than I thought. Roman distracted the rated R superstar early on so that the Usos could start going to work because of course he just gets everybody else to do his bidding. And really, this was just one big build for a hot tag, two edge, and one smaller fan. Just like, ah, oh, ah, oh. it was so good. Dominic also got a chant when he was running wild and I said, that'll do, pig, that'll do. I don't know why I was making babe references. And when Roman got in there, he was showered with booze. Finally, we have arrived where we were always meant to be. He was also trying to kill Dominic throughout this match. I mean, he threw him onto the announce table. He threw him into the ring post. I'm sure somebody should be ringing the police because this man has a vendetta against young kids. Ray also continued to prove that he's got a time machine because he's well into his 40s and he's still one of the best wrestlers that you'd ever seen. And despite all of this love coming out of my mouth, WWE then couldn't help themselves because they had to go WWE. Because as Roman continually just beat on Dominic on the outside of the ring, Edge speared him from nowhere and Jay Uso couldn't handle that because he was distracted. Meaning Rey Mysterio used the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up, and he got the one, two, three. Also, if you want to give me Ray versus Jay next week, I'll be all right with this. The bad guys then jumped the good guys afterwards, although Edge made the save because he was just swinging a chair like Babe Ruth. And even though Roman then snuck in and gave him the Superman punch and broke something off the chair because he was going to give Edge that weird crossface, the rated R superstar reversed it. So once again, he put it on Roman. Roman Reigns tapped out saying, you can go, oh, maybe Edge is going to become Universal Champion on Sunday night at Money in the Bank. And my prediction is... He won't. He held the title in the air to make sure we had the B-roll that we deemed necessary, but this was just a tremendous, fun, awesome way to start a wrestling show, and it's getting it up. And fair play to WWE as well, it has been a few weeks, but this was essentially the distraction roll-up finish, so bring down the distraction board. It rolls up to 77. Had a quick interview with Edge afterwards, and he said when it does come to Money in the Bank, he's gonna have to find a really dark place in his soul which made me think of the video game known as Dark Souls. As we all know, Dark Souls sucks because it's way too hard. <laughs> I only said that to wind up the internet. I ain't going on Twitter today. We had a quick interaction with Seth Rollins too, which was perfect because you just know these two guys are going to clash at SummerSlam, which is what I want. And Seth was basically like, <laughs> remember what I did to you in 2014? I'm going to finish the job. And what he did do in 2014 was try and murder Edge. I suppose you can look forward to that one. What a lovely surprise we then had. I mean, it leaked everywhere before SmackDown even started, but I don't care about that. Up. Because Sami Zayn was out here, and as always, he was like, I should be in the Money in the Bank match, it's not fair, but now finally I do have you people back, and you can support me in all of my endeavors. Then he got booed out of the place. I just love 
heels getting jeered and faces getting cheered. I mean, it even rhymes, which means it's correct. At this moment, though, Finn Balor's music hits. He has returned from NXT, and I'm going to keep everything crossed that we do push him to the moon because he deserves it. He whoops Sami Zayn's ass, which means a brand new food is going to be Sami Zayn versus Finn Balor. And I need this kind of freshness in my life. So it was nice and simple, but Finn got a superstar reaction. I mean, most people did, but I'm going to continue running it into the ground. Just thumbs all over the place. And then WWE confused me. Because <laughs> of course they did. But you know what? Never change. Because even though last week Shotzi and Knox had lost half their names, they'd also beaten the tag team champions. So this week they were taking on the tag team champions who, if they beat again, would then get a title shot. I mean, that is just super duper confusing. But I don't really care because I was like, you know what? As long as these NXT call-ups win, who gives a flub? Because once again, it's brand new matches and it's fresh faces. And they did get the victory. And sure, they should have been allowed a little bit of a longer match. I only went three and a half minutes. But a win is a win is a win is a win. So up. However, Liv Morgan and Zelina Vega were on commentary throughout all of this. And because they just bickered and argued the whole time, it was really distracting. I mean, it was like trying to listen to music, but in one ear, you have the tune that you love, but in the other is just someone shouting at you, calling you a dick. On top of that too, though, this match ended with the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up. I mean, what? How? Come on. There was also another distraction one as well. Because Vega and Morgan started fighting on the outside, when Natalia, who was the most experienced person in the match, was like, I can't believe people are fighting outside. So she got rolled up and she lost. And I was just laughing, man. I was like, WWE, I could predict you from like eight years ago. You can't just do that, though, because it's not creative, especially when you just did it in the first match. So it does very sadly have to get it down. Also, bring back the board. Hey, how you been, brother? Goes up to 78. Tamina and Natalia whooped ass afterwards because they were upset. Although Liv Morgan did fight them off a little bit. So that was cool. But listen to what I just said. After the match, Tamina went and beat somebody up. So that is a mean thing to do. So we have to bring down the board that we debuted on this week's Raw Ups and Downs. Was Tamina Mina? And given that on Monday she just pushed someone and here she was actually throwing bones, the answer is yes. So thankfully it does remain true that nobody is meaner than Tamina. And I fear the day when it changes. Bianca Belair was then heading to the ring when Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler just shouted things at her. So she ignored them. So I was like, oh man, this must be the equivalent of when Dolph Ziggler pitches ideas to Vince McMahon. <laughs> I'm just joking, but seriously, they're really talented to do something with them. This led to what could be another highlight of the night though, because Bianca Belair was out here and she just got treated like the biggest baby face in the world. And we had seen hints of this at WrestleMania, but now you know it's gotta be true. We need to turn her into a superstar yesterday. She was also putting her SmackDown women's title on the line against Carmella. I just thought this was quite good. Kamala made sure to slap Bianca Belair at the start of the match so we knew that she was the bad guy. And also, while we are here, fair play to Carmella, because over the last year or so, she has improved drastically. Not that she was bad before, but you just love to see it. The most beautiful woman in the WWE, too, wasn't messing around because she was chunking Bianca Belair into the ring post and the stairs and the barricade and anything else she could. And I suppose the only problem with this match is that you knew that she was never going to win the world title. And if WWE had done that, 
they would have been certifiably bonkers. She did beat Belair down for a while, though, as the fans cheered. Come on, Bianca, you can do it. So slowly but surely, she got to her feet. And when Carmella pulled her hair, she used her ponytail as a whip again. Don't understand why that's a legal thing, but it is. And then she hit the KOD to, honestly, a really huge reaction. And she beat her. I don't know who Bianca Belair's next opponent is, but you have to treat this like a top-tier program SmackDown, because she is over. Talking about people that have changed over the last 12 months or so, too. Next up was Otis. And let's face it, here he is, sat on my hand. He has not dealt well with whatever the hell has gone on, because he now is really moody and he doesn't have any hair. Chad Gable was with him too and saying, man, everybody fears Otis and we're going to destroy everyone. When Cesaro walked up to him and said, well, I'm glad you didn't mention my name when you were running people down. So, of course, Otis punched him in the stomach and then we were getting this match. Where the hell did that come from? And I kind of liked it on paper because Otis is really good and Cesaro is one of the best in the world. But sadly, in execution... I don't really think this was up to much. Down. Because basically within 60 seconds, Chad Gable just jumped in the ring. He attacked the Swiss Superman, so it ended in a disqualification. Now, of course, we got the big cheer when Cesaro was able to do the big swing on Chad Gable. But then Otis beat him up. He dropped him with the Vader bomb. And that was that. Look, I think Otis is doing very well in this Hill persona. But why did we even bother? It's this kind of stuff we need to throw in the bin. It also means we have to bring back the disqualification board that rolls up to 39. And if you are keeping count, and you are, because I'm keeping count, so so are you, distractions are way up in front as DQ try to catch up. I then did get very excited. Now, I do worry it's just a tease, but Paul Heyman was cutting a promo where he said on Sunday, Roman Reigns is going to beat the sins out of Edge. And that sounds very uncomfortable. When he was interrupted by Big E, who essentially said... I'm going to become Mr. Money in the Bank, and I ain't scared of your tribal chief. I will cash in on him and become Universal Champion. I was like, please, for the love of everything, let this happen. Now, do I think it is going to happen? Well, I'm kind of like 50-50 because you just never know. But even if he doesn't win Money in the Bank, just give him something soon. He is the best. And then blame WWE for what happened next. I got my blaming finger here. Now, they are going to get a pass because Baron Corbin is playing his role so well. But earlier in the day, to get excited about the return of fans, they put together a video of social media of everybody saying what no no nobody likes that chant we all want it to die unless stone cold steve austin is around now like as always you've paid your money so do whatever you want just don't do that the point being that as soon as baron did start talking and saying i've lost my savings i've lost my car i lost my crown everybody was going what 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 so we're already back to that but again Baron Corbin is tremendous as this character, and I actually feel a little bit sorry for him. Now, as it has turned out, we are going to portray him as a bad guy. And I didn't really see that one coming, because again, he had actually generated sympathy with me, so I was going to run with it. But instead, he has set up a crowdfunding webpage, and he would like everybody else to pay his bills, and if you don't... You're just a cheap piece of shit. But honestly, he has gone all in with this. He got down on his knees. He's growing his hair out so you can see his receding hairline. I genuinely think he deserves a massive pat on the back for this. Because not only is it just a massive change, but he is pulling it off and then some. So you know what? I'm giving it up. I also am going to donate to his crowdfunder because I want him to get back on his feet. And you just knew that somebody was going to interrupt so we could get another massive reaction. It was Kevin Owens. He stormed to the ring. He was so pumped up. He dropped Baron with a stunner. I presume that's another feud. I was just happy. I was having such a good time. But also meant that Owens was in place for our main event, which was Kev versus Seth Rollins versus King Nakamura versus Big E. 
I mean, why don't you just hook wrestling up to my veins? The crowd loved every single second of it, as I continue to say. And the very first thing we saw, too, was Seth going, I ain't going to fight you guys. You do it. I'm going to save myself for Sunday. So as he was living, Big E did that crazy spear dive thing through the ropes. And Seth Rollins' head was like this close from smashing into a ladder on the outside. And that gave me the heebie-jeebies, but thankfully, everyone is okay. Kevin then threw himself over the top rope, and Shinsuke Nakamura threw himself off the apron with a big knee. So this was just carnage, and a bunch of guys that were so happy to be performing in front of live fans again. And I really do think that's the last time I have to say it. There was also this really good bit when Shinsuke was going to hit the Kinsasha onto Kevin Owens, but then Big E was there, and he slammed him with the big ending instead. And then Soft Rollins was like, well, you know what? Why don't we introduce a ladder into the mix? He just knew this was going to lead to something nuts, and my word did it, because with Nakamura laid out over the announce table, Seth Rollins was like, I'm going to climb rung by damn rung and do something. But Kevin Owens stopped him. He went to the top instead, and he hit an elbow drop through Shinsuke Nakamura, through the table... I said I wouldn't talk about the fans again, so I'll leave it up to your imagination. In all the commotion, Rollins was then able to hit a curb stop onto Big E, whose face went into a ladder as well, and he got the victory. And that says to me that he's probably not going to become Mr. Money in the Bank. But this was an absolutely brilliant main event. What a fantastic show all around. Rollins climbed the ladder afterwards and held the briefcase aloft, so we had more B-roll for all our intro videos we shall need to do in a couple of days. But honestly, just take an hour and a half out of your day to watch this. I promise you, you will be sports entertained, which is WWE's mantra. It is getting it up. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to (laughs) pretend that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com listen.